Bad in a Podcast, sponsored by Flyro. Podcast, what is going on? Look quickly before we start this piece of audio gold. I quickly want to tell you about Garden Club, GDN Club. It's available right now. As part of membership, you'll get a weekend breakfast podcast inspiring you while you eat your cornflakes to get outside into the garden. You'll also get a monthly behind-the-scenes video with a make-to-create gardening idea to do with the family you'll get the digital version and the audio version of the how to get kids gardening book you'll get a private and exclusive community area which means that you can share ideas with other members of the club and instant access to me which means you'll be able to message me and i will instantly get back to you answering your questions it's all available right now for 39.99 a year which is about three pound 30 a month which i don't think is too bad all of this supports getting kids into gardening and supports the podcast too plus if you are a school and a teacher that means you get it for free so there's access to absolutely everything from garden club free for teachers if it sounds like something you'd like to be part of or want to find out more hit up skinnygenegardener.co.uk forward slash gdn now let's get on with the podcast As this man, hello mate, how you doing? Good man, yourself? Yeah, you good to me? see you once again. <laughs> yeah, loud and yeah. clear, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, there's a bit of a delay. How are you doing, mate? What's going down? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. Unfortunately, I missed your interview, so um, I've got some homework to catch up on. But what, what, what's what's going on? What's what's the discussion going like? Uh, we're just talking about the RHS uh, mainly tonight about mm-hmm. uh, what they get up to. There's there's their five levels for the growing awards. Stuart was talking about he's been through it, so he's sort of had a bit of experience from it. Also talking about, during the interview, Alana mentioned about their courses they do, which um, which is, are, are brilliant, obviously. I think in the comments people are saying a little bit too expensive. And also Stuart mentioned that, uh, obviously because of resources for the RHS, not exactly close to some schools. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, price is always going to be an issue, but... I was chatting, I think I discussed this with you, chatting with my stepmother, who's a ex-teacher, head yes. teacher. And she was saying that she had to get uh, people in to do demonstrations, be it wild animals or um, even a bomb disposal squad that she had in one day. Okay. Um, and they were charging five, £600 for the day to come in. And she said they had to pay it, they had to get these people in um use up the budget was one of the reasons she said but also because it was part of the curriculum part of bomb disposal what sort of school she work at (laughs) um it was a school for children who had been shall we say removed from homes bomb disposal bomb disposal came in yeah yeah and, and they were asked to come in. They weren't coming because there was a bomb found in the school grounds. Yeah, why were you? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it's, it's it's a it's a hard one, isn't it? I mean, it really does depend, I suppose, on whoever's in charge of that them purse strings, I suppose, about where that money goes and whether it's a decent um, proposal. Is that maybe the words? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, is it is it well played out? I suppose a talk is pretty simple. Uh, I mean, if, if that's what they're getting for bomb disposal talks, maybe I'll get into bomb disposal talks. But, <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever disposed of a bomb before? Not yet, but I could definitely try fireworks night coming. You uh, only have to fail once. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is that what you learned in the in the uh, class? I can neither deny or um, uh, confirm that accusation. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, uh, crikey, where I was going? I suppose it's a little bit easier uh, for them sort of things to say, this is what these people come in to talk about this. Uh and then this is what the kids are going to get from it. Expensive. Yeah. Probably about expensive. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I was surprised, but she said they had to pay for it because that's the only way they could get these children engaged in these particular fields. Mm. But something that she brought up, and I'm, I don't know if Stuart has any thoughts on this about trying to get the, the garden into schools, is actually at the moment, kids being able to be fed is a big thing in the schools. Yes. And um, perhaps that might be a route to go. So sort of saying you might be charging X, Y, Z for us to come in and do this, but your kids are going to be able to go away and be able to grow food on yeah. their own. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 I think that is going to be a really good way of um, framing that sort of thing, just for kids to know about how to grow their own food. Yeah, to do it to do it at school and then also take that knowledge back home is is massively important and can can really make a difference to um to that. I'm not saying that children are going to go home and feed their family by the knowledge, but it definitely helps. It, it's something that they can do that will teach the children in some ways a bit of self reliance. You know, the, the, this whole thing about the kids going starving. Uh, throughout the half term because of the school vouchers. Now, I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but it sounds to me, to me, it's more of a society problem when people have gardens and can't grow food. Mm -hmm. um, yet it's something that school children can do. Yeah, and I definitely, I, I'm, I'm definitely with you. I think it's a, a really, it's a really good point. And, uh, I just think that education is needed, isn't it? I, yeah. I, for whatever, however we look at it, maybe you're right on a society level because uh, there's not a massive amount of parents. I mean, to be fair, because I talk about gardening and I'll get parents come to me who are already into gardening. I see a lot of it. But I do also see a lot of parents that not knowing much or even caring much about it. So, yeah. If we're really looking far, far into the future about solving that sort of thing, uh, which I sometimes I talk about, I think people think I'm mental to talk about it. But even like Olive knowing how to grow her own food when she has her own family, which trust me is going to be far, far, far down the line. <laughs> <laughs> um, come quicker than you think. Yeah, absolutely no chance. Any <laughs> 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 like, you know, going over our door. Um, 
I at least she'll know how to grow her own food, which she'll then pass on to her family, and then. But that's quite far. That's quite a a long hitch or something like that. I get that, but yeah, but God, that society sort of thing. But gardening is all about thinking ahead and that long term uh, thought that goes into it. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't unless you're on ground force or something. You don't have a ma- massive, amazing looking garden over a weekend. It takes years. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It, yeah, it takes time, doesn't it, for when things to happen. So, uh, so I think it's a good point, man. I think it's a good point about the the, the, the uh, feeding uh, children thing. I also I don't know about the funding side of things and how it works because I've been looking really into how schools are funded recently and uh, what money. But I mean, Stuart's just put in the comments that if we get a visitor in, it's about four hundred quid for an author or a storyteller. Yeah, yeah. Jo- am I in the wrong job here? No, you're in the right job. The trouble is, you you, you always want to do everything for free. <laughs> am, I, am, I, <laughs> am I? I'm just going to go and read my book for four hundred quid for an hour, and that'll be me. I won't be doing this anymore, mate. Be out of yeah. here. See you later. What's <laughs> Lee nowadays? He just goes around schools reading books. Yeah, well, Fobesy does um, have one school that he goes and he's a patron of reading for. So he goes in there. Once a year, I think it is. Okay. Teach him talk about reading, writing, um, and then he goes on on to filmmaking and does a bit of filmmaking with him as well. Oh, that's nice. That is good. Let me just interrupt this podcast by saying that this podcast is sponsored by Flymo. Yes, Flymo. If like me, you've had that final cut of the lawn and the lawnmower is stored away in the shed, that doesn't mean that gardening stops. And that also doesn't mean that Flymo don't have some amazing products to help you out throughout the winter. One thing that I absolutely love is the Sealink 20 volt Combi Pack 3-in-1. It's an interchangeable, lightweight and easy to use 3-in-1 gardening tool. You've got a grass trimmer, a hedge trimmer and a blower, which especially at this time of year when I've got loads of leaves in the garden is absolutely perfect for me. You know me, I absolutely love Flymo. They're an affordable and quality tool, which, when they're cordless like this, makes it so much easier just to get out of the shed and just get out there and get gardening. If you head over to flymo.com right now, it's free delivery on all orders over 45 quid. And so if you want to continue your garden adventure throughout winter, that is the place to head to. Right, let's continue the podcast. But uh, well, that's good. Good old Bozy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think to be honest with you, I think the biggest thing, especially with the gardening thing, is if you've got a head teacher that's not into gardening at all, to be able to, it's almost like a pitch, isn't it? Like you've almost got a pitch. Yeah. Rather than saying, I need the money for. I mean, Stuart is very lucky with his head teacher because I've, I've met her and she, she's well up for everything that he does. But to just go to to a head teacher, I'm, I'm guessing it's the head teacher that's in charge of this sort of thing, yeah. uh, and say, I need a couple hundred quid for trees to teach mm. you. And a bit of a hard sell, yeah. maybe, maybe. That's what I'm thinking. Well, I, I mean, I think when you're trying to convince some of these people, it's got to be a, perhaps a multi pronged attack. So one aspect is this being able, kids being able to feed themselves is one thing that they can look at another 
it would be that perhaps these kids grow these plants to sell on to fund and yeah. make a bit of a profit. I don't know if it's possible, but I'm, from what Stuart says, it is. Yeah. Go on and fund it so it becomes self-sustaining in itself. Mm -hmm. um, and that might get the head teacher attracted. And then there's a history of plants because there's so much history goes into plants yeah. that we really don't give that the credit that it's worth as gardeners. Curriculum-wise, about getting gardening into the curriculum and into education, I have never, ever, uh, I've, I've obviously, I've, I, I know that it's easy, but I've never put any effort into going into that because I know that when it comes around to it, it is so easy to get education through gardening. Yeah. From people that I've, just from teachers that I've spoke to, who say it's, they can do it. It's, so, it's easy. Mm -hmm. About getting, and, we, and, we, and when we spoke to Stuart just a second ago, he mentioned that if when he left his old school, and come here, then they don't do garden anymore. It's about getting the teach. I think it's about getting teachers involved. It's about getting yeah. them. It's it's because without the teachers, and I'm not talking about the teachers that are into gardening. I'm talking about the teachers that are not into gardening. No, that know yeah. they know that it's good for kids to get outside, but they're not into gardening. Yeah, well, I mean, let's take something as simple as a potato. There's so much history in the potato that. We we can literally just start right. The potatoes originally were South America. They made their way over, and then you bring in the potato famine in Ireland, and how that led to um, the conflicts in Ireland going on with the IRA in the UK. Uh, yeah, for a primary school, but yeah, <laughs> but but it's it, it's history there in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah you're. Right. I, I'm, I don't mess with you. Uh, you're hundred percent right, though. Every, everything uh with i mean even on this show we've talked about the history of of different plants before haven't we and and yeah mind that so uh as should put education and gardening should be easy if you can do it uh anyone can schools can get potatoes for free it's big on potatoes for free there's a lot of <laughs> these um that you can get i i think uh what's his name mr peter we met seabrook. him seabrook seabrook yep he does the nice potato thing. nice geezer uh, he does a potato thing doesn't he uh yeah. given a billion potatoes out each year there's loads of them different things and as part of my school's thing that i'm doing on my little club thing uh is going to list all those sort of things so it's easier to find uh, but there's a lot of them like yeah. i started today's show talking about orchards for schools mm -hmm. which mark sent me i had no idea about it you yeah. really got. To, you've really got to do your research and look into these sort of things. Yeah. And yeah. even Stuart meant. That's, I mean, that takes time. And then talking about time, Stuart spent five hours completing the paperwork for the level five OHS. That's time. If yeah. you're a teacher that's not into gardening, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff teachers have got to do. Not everyone's got a Stuart at hand. <laughs> Yeah, but I think that's where you can step in and have everything in one place. You might, you have this orchards for schools here, and or you know of it, and the potatoes, everything's you know about, so they can come to you and you can go and say, right, you can try this, this, and this. Yeah, yeah. it's that they haven't got to do the work then. Yeah, there's loads of free product out there that makes it um that can make it affordable. Um, yeah, and make it easy, but. Uh... 
just people finding it, isn't it? It's just people finding it. Yeah, but I mean, that's always a trouble. Finding the information is always so hard sometimes. It's almost like they don't want it to be found, I feel, sometimes. Um, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I mean, if you're getting rid of, if you're doing orchards for schools, I mean, that can, it's not going to be cheap to get rid of that, that many trees, is it? I mean, if everyone no. knew about it, uh, <laughs> you'd be like, mm, okay. Maybe you're right. I don't know. Maybe it's. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, we did talk about this at the start of the year after my uh, school tour thing, and I've talked about it to different people a lot this year. Is PR? It's a PR exercise, man. It's a bit of yeah. a PR exercise, yeah. and a lot of the I've been doing some bits behind the scenes, and a lot of the people I've been talking to, I've been telling them, I've been like, I want to get you involved, but look. It ain't this ain't gonna be an OPR uh we're gonna get kids into gardening, come buy our product. That ain't gonna be that's what that's not what this is about. And the people that I speak I've been speaking to have been like, Yeah, cool, that's fine. Like we just yeah. want to help get kids yeah. into gardening. It's not about that side of thing. Sure, I mean, in, that sort of thing might come about, but it's not like a big badge like uh saying that they're doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's the other thing I'm thinking about schools who are searching for funding. They might be able to get a local business to sponsor this project. Because um, I know quite often school, uh, a local business will sort of say, right, here's 500 quid for such and such or mm. whatever, um, just because it's good PR for a local company for the school. He's really good. We've got to remember, though, now that uh, we're going to be coming into a, a really difficult 2021 so um unless you're really and also you gotta have how do i say this without sounding rude a lot of confidence is what i was gonna say you (laughs) you gotta have big confidence to uh go up to to businesses and say all right can our school have some money to do stuff like not i mean i keep saying not everyone's got to do it but not (laughs) but not everyone's got to do it that has been doing it for so long and knows how to do that as well. It's, it's, it's almost a skill in itself. Yeah, but I also think that the, the recent circumstances have lent themselves beautifully to the garden industry because obviously in the lockdown point one, everyone turned to gardening as something to do. Now people's jobs are starting to, to, to be lost. People are looking at saving money. Grow your own fits into that. And that's what happened in the recession in 2008 there was a sudden upsurge into grow your own because people didn't have the money that's going to happen again and garden industries garden businesses and local garden centers can step in and sort of say right if we do this we'll get our name out there so those parents might come and spend money with us yeah that's true that is true as well that is that that makes i mean garden and garden uh brand wise and yeah it should be you'd like to think but after the year we've had, which I'm not saying it's been easy, um, uh, but as PR advertising for gardening, the gardening world, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs> it's it's been the biggest upsurge in gardening I think um, since World War Two. I, I was reading somewhere. Oh, re- oh well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, and World yeah. War Two wasn't really up gardening; it was just grow your own. Well, yeah, that really was out of necessity, wasn't it? I mean, um, 
which I suppose we, we, we're sort of getting back to here, really, aren't we? Mm. Uh, so yeah, it's an interesting one, dude. We're getting somewhere though. I really do feel these. We ha- when we first started about two, three months, two months ago now. How long we? Yeah. Two months. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're having these conversations, and they were all a bit. I felt I felt quite like we were chucking a lot of ideas about. And as we slowly get even to the end of this year, I feel like we're getting ideas to down to a bit of a. Uh, I know they seem a bit more focused, which is really nice. Yeah, I mean, I think the the fact that people like Mark have um, helped with this moonpig.com calendar thing, his idea, and Stuart with his experience, it's all just coming together nicely. Yeah, um, it really is. And, and I, I think this is what people in the past haven't done, is got people with experience such as Stuart and people like, like ourselves who have done gardening and came together like that. It's normally gardeners trying to tell schools how to do it. Yeah, we've got to be we've got to be listening. And yeah. um, and I've, I think I've said this loads of times. It's really really easy. I could really easily set up a campaign for gardening next year with a brand <laughs> probably, and it would not not make any difference. And um, and if you see me do that, yeah. That's because I'm getting paid real well, but <laughs> but um, it don't won't make a difference to that sort of thing. It will um, it will not make a difference to school gardening the way that yeah. we are building no. something here. Yeah. Well, I, funny enough, I had a bit of a brainwave when I walked into Asda earlier oh. because I saw <laughs> it was about you as well. Funny enough. Oh, okay. <laughs> I saw there was um, children in need is coming up. There was a load of pudsy stuff going on. It is, yeah. So, it might not be enough time to arrange it for this year. Oh, God. But, but perhaps next year, for children in need, you could do a garden makeover in 24 hours or something. Oh, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan, man. I like that idea. Probably not this year. Yeah. Uh, but yes. Not next this year. <laughs> yeah. Nice idea, mate. I like I like the sound of that. Um we could do we could do that. Yeah, this year's been a bit all over the place where you think about stuff, but I'm sure I was thinking about that last year. About not that idea, to be fair. But um but doing something else other than the twenty four hour live stream we did this year. Um yeah. yes. Yes. You, I like the idea, mate. And Kelly said sounds great, Richard, so she's well up for it. Yeah. yeah. You know me. Um, always full of full of ideas, mate. Full of ideas. Um, Suggs, thanks for calling in, mate. <laughs> Suggs. Um. Yeah, no? I think it's going. The same going wrong. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. The same joke. We've got the same jokes. This is awful. Right. I'll see, you, I'll see, I'll see, see you later, mate. Take care, man. Bye bye. Uh, Some really interesting conversations coming from this uh, tonight, which is great. Uh, Let's do, uh, we've got 20 minutes, so I need to do the final ad break and then we'll be back uh, with the final uh, catch up. So please do, throughout this ad break, uh, comment away. Let me know what you think and uh, we'll continue after this 
Thanks for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you did, let me know on the socials. And perhaps you'd like to tune in. This is just the best bits. Imagine the actual full show. We're here on social media, on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch every Monday to Thursday, 8 till 10. So if you want to come on, if you want to chat gardening, that is the place to be. Thanks for listening. This is a Skin and Gin Gardener podcast sponsored by Flyrose.